Hey everybody, welcome to Family Church Podcast. This is our number seven, seven. podcast. Can you imagine that? And we seven. haven't been kicked off of YouTube or Spotify or whatever else we're on. They've well, kept us on. We own Can't that. believe that. In fact, it's growing every week. It is. And we're excited about how God's using this podcast. Uh, today, uh, I'm joined as always with my co-host. Felipe Mendes. I am your online pastor here at Family Church, but also co-host with Pastor Chuck. And this podcast. And this week, we're going to talk about one of the multis that we are at uh, Family Church. We're multi-campus, we're multi-service, multi-generational, but we're also multicultural, and you won't want to miss this discussion. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, I want to today introduce two of our pastors who are on staff with us. And first, let's start with Joel. Joel, yeah. tell them a little bit about yourself and what you do here at Family Excellent. Church. Well, thank you very much, Chuck. I am Joel Ramos, and I am the Spanish community lead pastor. Um, personally, I was a pastor's kid my entire life. I uh, served um, and helped my dad for a bunch of years. And when he retired, I kind of retired too at the ripe old age of about 25. Um, and I uh, went into uh, banking and I did my banking years and uh, my academics was all in business. And um, But God had other plans. And when the time was uh, perfect for him, then uh, came over here to help uh, help, uh, help my church. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were already sitting in the pew. I was already we sitting in the pew for about Spanish 10 years. Service, and I said, Joel, you're the man. Yeah. We're going to pay you practically yeah. nothing. Big bucks, big bucks. 80 hours a week. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Just letting you know, pastors, that's how you started that's ministry. Right. <laughs> we're also joined by Leshu Dornis. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, of course, I'm Pastor Leshu. I'm a lead pastor for Brazilian community here for eight years. And I'm a pastor for 37 years. I come from Brazil and live in the United States for 11 years. And I have the best time of my life here oh. in the family church. Awesome, Sweet. awesome. And you're, again, you're from Brazil. What part of Brazil? In Rio de Janeiro State. And okay. the, the city is Niterói. It's very, the, the great Rio area. I have been to Rio. Yeah. I've been on Copacabana Beach. Whoa. I've seen stuff I cannot unsee. Absolutely, <laughs> Pastor. Absolutely. And experienced some things I yes. will talk about on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, Felipe, you're from Brazil. I am from Brazil. Tell me what part of Brazil you're from. I'm from Minas Gerais. It's the southeast. We like neighbors of Rio de Janeiro yeah. as well, but we don't have access to the to the coast. Yes. And so, how long have you lived in the States? In the States, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. And you're a pastor's child, much like Joel. Exactly. Yeah. I am. I grew up in a family. My father was a pastor. It is a pastor. He's still a pastor of a church in Brazil. And I grew up in this environment where we learn on the really hard way how to do things in church. And like, <laughs> yeah. you got to grow the church from nothing. So mm. I, I had to learn several instruments to play bass, play drums, play guitar, sing, because the church, uh, my father... You were the worst of kids. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's part of being a pastor's kid. That's right. But, but the thing is, as a, as, as a church church planter in brazil you would start the church in a little uh, like little store yeah. with mm -hmm. nothing yeah. and, and you gotta invite a community around and then mm -hmm. as the as the church is already thriving then the, the 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 baptist convention allocate my father to plant another church in another region yeah. so this mm -hmm. is how we, we you know we had Isaiah santini on our yeah. staff who mm -hmm. is brazilian mm -hmm. and uh, so i've been to brazil probably a half a dozen times oh great one of the times we were at a new church plant, and it was actually in an alley between two church, I mean, two buildings mm -hmm. that they put a roof over. Yes. And mm. that was the church. They were in the alley, and it was growing yes. and thriving, and mm. you could feel the spirit. It was exciting. Amen. Well, look, um, 
What I want us to do today is talk about what it means to be a multicultural, multi-ethnic church. We, we use those almost interchangeably. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that there's different ethnicities, but even your ethnicity is defined by your culture. That's right. Yes. Right? So a culture we would define is a certain set. It's an, it's an ethos, a, a mm-hmm. set of values and principles that a group shares together. Sometimes it's a common language, other times it's a common culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a church, even though we have three languages, we have multicultures, That's right? right. That's because right. our East Winter Garden culture is different mm. than the Windermere culture, yeah. which is different than the Oakland culture, which is different than the Brazilian culture, yes. which is different than <laughs> about five cultures in the Spanish culture, <laughs> That's right. right? That's right. So, uh, in fact, the Spanish represent... What are your main nations that represent in your Spanish Yes, uh, we are seeing such a, uh, an incredibly um, uh, exponential growth in our Latin community here in Horizons West, particularly as part of Florida. Um, a, big, we, a couple of years ago, we had a big influx of people from Puerto Rico right after Hurricane Maria. And then over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of people coming over from Venezuela, mm-hmm. from Colombia, mm-hmm. uh, different parts of South America, Central America, Mexico, uh, all the Caribbean. Uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's a beautiful melting pot of yes. Spanish-speaking uh, people that love uh, the Lord, love their language, love their uh, culture, love their food. Yeah. Uh, and um, so we've been just blessed to be a blessing to to that community. Yeah. Amen. Amazing. And unless you I've kind of teased you that you're the Ellis Island of uh, Brazilians <laughs> who moved to Orlando because people will move to Orlando and somehow they find family church and they found you. Talk about just, la- we're recording this on a Monday. What happened last night as far as guests showing up? Last night we have more than, there are about 15 new families to, just to visit. one week, not 15 people, 15 no families, families showed up in one and week. And 10 of these families is just arrived from Brazil to the United States. Yeah, and, it, awesome. and they're talking about the multicultural in our Brazilian congregation, the majority is Brazilian, but we have a Greek, a, <laughs> a couple from Greece, yes. and they have a couple from Haiti oh. inside our service. And they speak Portuguese. They speak English and Portuguese. That's awesome. Yes. Well, look, for those who are listening today, here's what I want to say. First of all, for those who are members of Family Church, you'll better understand our model Mm -hmm. and the power of our model. Mm -hmm. And for those who may be leaders in other churches or even lay people in other churches, why you should consider seriously being a multicultural church. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk, first of all, pick your brains, first of all, about what you see as some of the positives. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk about some of the challenges that come with being a multicultural church. So uh, let's start with you, Joel. What what do you see as one positive to this mm-hmm. model? It's the team. Uh, the the first positive I've got to mention is the, uh, the the structure of the team environment. As uh, as uh, as a pastor, one of the things that most pastors struggle with is just they're alone. Yeah. There's no one around them. They've got to make all the decisions. They got to come up with the sermon. They got to make all the house visits. They got to uh, open up the church, close the church, clean up the church. Everything is up to them. It's all on their shoulders. And sometimes, like Felipe was saying, we got to play the instruments too. Yeah. Um, and being a part of a multicultural church, 
uh, all of a sudden you're surrounded by a team, by people that you can pick their brains, they pick your brains, you have conversations, you can lean on one another. Yeah. Uh, and and that just that alone is is such a big deal. Uh, so long, you know, if you're if you have a, a church right now that's only one language, one culture, um, adding a second or a third, you know, uh, would be a big help to that person in itself. Yes, and again, I mentioned this is a Monday afternoon. This morning, we sat around the table with mm-hmm. seven or eight of us, crafting our sermons right. for the next several weeks. Yes, we do the same sermon series, but yeah. we put our own personality mm-hmm. and knowing our congregations. We craft it a little bit to lead from the pulpit when we preach. But what for me has been so great, we have three people around the room with doctorates. We have Mm -hmm. others with uh, just a a pastor's son and and other experiences. And so whenever we put a message together, we're able to hear from multiple voices. Mm -hmm. We have one guy in there who hadn't turned 30 yet. We've got another person in their mid-30s and then... I'm the old guy in the room. I don't know, Coop may be older, <laughs> but uh, I'm one of the older guys in the room. And so it really has made the messages much mm-hmm. better. Absolutely. Being able to collaborate mm-hmm. on yes. that and do those messages. Yeah. So, Leshu, what do you see as one of the, the positives of this model? This aspect you mentioned about the building the sermon together is a great positive aspect. Another one is this, the experience to a different environment because it's, it's a very special because we have Brazilians and the Spanish and America all the time in all meetings mm-hmm. we yes. have the mindset the culture each one to speak you feel something different it's a, it's a great experience for yeah, us we're reminded that heaven's going to be a little bit like that right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, when we get to heaven it's not going to be an English service singing yeah. elevation music okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it's going to be multicultural and so let me let me just talk about both of yours uh, a little bit real quick mm. first of all our Brazilian community I remember eight years ago and you and I got together and you yeah. came here basically to rent the chapel and Absolutely. to use that. And uh, and you had about 35 people. Yes, Pastor. And that started eight years ago, and you were renting for a time, and we got together and said, hey, why don't we just become one? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was amazed and humbled that uh, you trusted us enough to come under that and to be a part of Family Church and now, eight years later, um, you're regularly running in the three, four, five hundreds yes. on a weekend. Yes. And, um, and it would have been impossible probably to grow a church that quickly mm-hmm. because there's so many resources you'd have to catch up on, right? Absolutely, right. absolutely. And then, Joel, like I mentioned, uh, what's amazing is our Spanish service really came out of Mark Goff, who mm-hmm. is our worship leader, who right. doesn't speak Spanish. No Spanish. He thought, because <laughs> he has a love for music, yeah. he thought, what he did, he's, he thought, let's put on a Saturday night mm-hmm. Spanish worship service. Once a month. Once a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, of course, being Baptist, when you got a crowd, hey, yeah. let's get somebody to give a devotion, right? <laughs> That's right. And then not long, it became, somebody will do a sermon. Right. Well, don't forget the offering either. Oh, yeah. We got to take them an offering, <laughs> too, right? <laughs> but then a... you had a core group of about 16 mm-hmm. that got together, mm-hmm. and we together said, you know what? Mm-hmm. 
Um, let's look like our neighborhoods and yeah. let's let's start a Spanish congregation. And um, and just yesterday, uh, I'm sorry, just Saturday, you had a women's conference with yeah. how many? Well, we had a great women's conference with about 60 women. 60 women yeah. in just the women's conference. Just the women. So we're yeah. not talking the men. We're not yeah. talking... And so this last Easter, how many mm-hmm. did you have? We had over 400 people. Over this, 400 yeah, people yeah, this yeah, last yeah, Easter. Yeah. Do you know how many churches that have been in existence for 50 oh, years would love oh. to have 400 people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think that's one of the powers of yeah. the multicultural. Because first of all, and I know this is going to be a controversy to some people, but I'm just going to say it. Somebody has to say Somebody it, has to right? say it. Yeah, you're the mm-hmm. winner. Um, <laughs> When people hear family church, they think good things, they think healthy, mm-hmm. right? The bee sticker yeah. that's on everybody's cars, they, it's attractive. Mm-hmm. So you're already, and again, I'm going to say it, a positive pro- product brand that you're a part of. Now, mm-hmm. we know the church mm-hmm. isn't mm-hmm. a product that's right. or, a brand, or a brand, but right. people think that way, yeah. right? Yeah. There are some mm-hmm. churches, when you mention their name, people go, Oh, that's the church yeah. that's always fighting, yeah. or that's the church that split three times, yeah. or that's yes. the church that yeah. ran off the pastors, right. or that's the church that that um, protests everything, right? right? Mm-hmm. right. I think we have a good reputation. It, adds, absolutely. it adds credibility. Absolutely. Yeah. So if somebody talks to their neighbor about family church, mm-hmm. I think they think positive things yeah. about mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. A lot of it is because of people like him and Troy <laughs> who are able to get... Uh, things out there about our church, our social media yeah. presence. We got to make sure everything is being filtered by specific standards, so we don't we don't come across with some weird message. Mm-hmm. So we make sure the message is clear. I'm always aligning content yeah. with Chuck, so I, I really appreciate Chuck your time you take to revisit the things before we yeah. publish mm-hmm. them to make sure this is aligned with the church's vision because. Thankfully, thank God, we have this great image, and mm-hmm. we don't want to... Well, a lot of that it. comes from authenticity, too. Yeah. It, it Re- just comes across as it's who we are. Yeah. 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 Regularly, we see visitors <clears throat> and say, we, we go to my car in front of the church, and they read family church. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we're going to talk now about some of the challenges. Mm-hmm. And I'll just throw this out here. One of the mm-hmm. challenges mm-hmm. is the, even though we have shared space mm-hmm. and shared resources, which, which is a, a great plus. blessing, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, so let's face it, as a church, we have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of technology yes, and millions of dollars worth of buildings, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So those shared resources are an incredible blessing, but they're also a challenge at times. Right. Mm-hmm. So our Spanish community, mm-hmm. tell them when you meet. Well, we meet at the glorious hour of 1 p.m. on oh, Sundays. On <laughs> Sundays, right? That's right. Which is not prime time it is, for church. It is, it is not prime time. It kind of splits the day in half for, for people. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, God is good. And, and, and people come and, yeah. they, and they stick around. And, uh, uh, you know, I remember starting when we, when we were first started getting started, I, I, I'd preach 30 minutes just like everybody else, just like if I was preaching in English. Right. And then after the service, they're like, Pastor, but where are we going? You know, yeah, let's keep going. So you have to preach 45 minutes and then, all right, everybody go home. And they wouldn't go home. They'd stay here and they'd hang out after church and the food and the the camaraderie. uh, It's just 
a, a wonderful experience. Yeah, in fact, that, that became such an issue that on mm-hmm. Saturdays, once a month, you That's do right. Sabado Familia. That's exactly a good pronunciation, right? too. Yeah, yeah Sabado Familia. <laughs> yeah, so once a month uh, on, a, on a Saturday evening, uh, we get together for three, four hours, yeah. uh, starting at six o'clock in, in in the evening. Playing dominoes. We play dominoes. <laughs> we play a bunch of different types of games and uh, lots of food, uh, some some worship. Um, but God is glorified. We build a community, and we're yeah. building up the church, and yeah. people are getting saved, and people are getting baptized. We do all yeah. of our baptisms on on the Sábado Sábado de Familia, and uh, we celebrate families and you're baptizing and a ton, ton of, of people. people. Yeah, families, yeah. families. Yes. Yeah. Praise God. Then, Pastor Leshu, it's still a challenge for Brazilians, but Brazilians love the nighttime. <laughs> yes. So tell them what times you meet and what campuses. And we have it in three campuses. Campuses have it in Lakeside, Windermere, and Four Corners. And the Lakeside is in Four Corners at 11 o'clock. And totally full, really totally needs room. two services we, on we, both of them. We had nine to five. In a portable. In a portable. portable, double right? portable. Mm-hmm. You remember yeah. it's a little portable, we enlarge it. Yes. And now it's it's, <laughs> yeah, it's more you've place. It. Yeah. And and the Windermere have it every Sunday, six thirty PM uh, with the main service. After the service, we spend one hour and a half in the gym for fellowship time. Yes. <laughs> I knew it was a different culture whenever y'all did a prayer night and it began at 10 o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes. This is different. In fact, you had me preaching at 9 o'clock last <laughs> yeah. Saturday. That's bedtime for this boy, right? On Sunday, we have it in, in the December 31st. We have a service starting 10 p.m. and efficient finish at 12 a.m., yeah. and we spend two, two hours in that dinner That's in right. the gym. Yes, yeah. yes. That's the Brazilians. He's a Brazilian. Yeah. And, um, and so there are some challenges, yeah. But, yeah. The, but the challenges are worth it. They are. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, even um, the way we communicate with each other, we're having to learn, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. um, what's interesting is... Um, like whenever we share information in English, we just want the information out there. Mm-hmm. But a Brazilian's going to ask you a bazillion questions oh, yeah. about that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and at first they thought, why don't you trust me? Mm-hmm. But for the Brazilian culture, it's if we don't ask questions, then that just shows we're not interested yeah. in it. Yes. And a question shows interest. Yes. So we're having to learn all of those dynamics. Yes. Right. And when we print things yeah. right we have oh, to yeah. constantly think yeah three cultures we just did our b team celebration so the banner had to say mm-hmm. thank you yeah. it had to say gracias gracias obrigado obrigado right yeah. so yeah. we had to put that on on yeah. the banners uh another thing is when we were talking about doing sermons Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll use an acrostic. Yeah, in that's sermon. right. Guess what? No acrostic. An English no. acrostic doesn't work in Spanish yeah, or right. Portuguese. Yeah, to right. create a new yeah. one to make sense to Brazilians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. all. But y'all do such yeah. a great and time. I, I think it's also important, Chuck, to point out that um, you know, for all the uh, leaders and the pastors that are thinking about this, is that um, uh, you, what, what you have brought to, to the table for us is. Uh, the ability and and really the challenge that this is not just a translation. No, Lesio and 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 I are not yeah. just translating no. into our languages what English family church is all about. It's it's not a, a scripted or no. a manuscripted sermon that we're putting into our languages. Yes. Um, it's 
a completely dynamic cultural experience. Um, it's it's the same God, the Absolutely. same vision, the same Absolutely. the same guiding principles and mission statement, yeah. but it's it's in our culture. And, and so your people worship in their heart language. That's right. Yeah. You hear their sermon in the heart language. Mm -hmm. And and I thought you were going here, but I need to make this distinction. We are not a church with a Spanish and Brazilian ministry. That's yeah. We're a church of That's English right. speaking, Spanish speaking, it's totally Portuguese, yeah. right? That's right. We it's who we are. Right. Yes. And there's a lot of churches who will yeah. have a Spanish translation you right. can put in your ear right. or that's not multicultural right. or we will have one yeah, service that happens right. in a, you know, a room over here. No, everything, you're a full, complete right. body it's within the, DNA the body, of our right? Church. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, look, we're about out of time. Um, but I do want to say to anybody listening that, um, our culture is changing, yeah, and um, we need to change with the culture. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, right now we're saying, well, in our mission field, we're primarily English-speaking, mm -hmm. Spanish-speaking, and being in Orlando, a lot of Portuguese, a lot uh -huh. of Brazilian-speaking. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Man, if we were to have a lot of Russians move in, mm -hmm. we would look at that, right? Absolutely. So we want to we want our church to reflect. Uh, the community. Any questions you have or statements you have? No, thoughts? I believe this is a blessing to be part of the church that we can share so much and walk together as one. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, as we always been aligning, how we're going to grow, how this is going to be translated, how this will communicate better with the people that is surrounding our communities mm -hmm. and how we reach them through small groups. And those small groups are also multi-language yes, small right. groups. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I think this is this is going to make a really great impact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and just hearing Felipe made me think our website, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You can click a button, it goes in Spanish, click mm -hmm. another button, it goes mm -hmm. in Portuguese. Yep. Yes. And I think that's so cool. All right, so it's time for me to do this. Somebody has to say <laughs> Somebody it. has to say it. All right, so this is going to be a little international, okay? <laughs> so I was in Brazil one time, and we ordered pizza. Ah, uh, come on. Uh, no. And, and, <laughs> no. And we got the pizza, and it was basically dough with ketchup. <laughs> no. <on laughs> no. Pizza is fine. That's not pizza. Knife and fork. Knife and fork. And it was ketchup <laughs> on a pizza. Oh, and my God. Cheese melted on top. <laughs> it was from Pizza Hut. It was oh, just... No. Terrible. No. And let me just say this. People overuse ketchup way too That's much. Right. No, listen. Yo, ketchup no, no. is nothing but sugar for the most part. Right? <laughs> no. And it's on the pizza. So never put ketchup on eggs. Can we never. agree? No. We yes. agree. Okay. Never put never ketchup. Who puts ketchup on eggs? On eggs? No. Yeah. Never put ketchup on, on a steak. Oh, yeah. Okay. Chop steak, yes. Yeah, yeah. No. That's like the worst. No. Cause, yeah, because that's a hamburger. Hamburger is okay. chop steak. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. But if it's a real piece of meat still no. stuck together. Oh, my gosh. Right? Oh, my goodness. You don't put ketchup on it. And then the worst. The Jack, worst. having bad yes. experience. Ketchup. Copacabana, pizza. <laughs> ketchup on rice. No. Yes. 
I've seen that. Yeah. Ketchup on no. rice. I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. Well, hey, Felipe, uh, send us home. Oh, well, I'll just make sure the ketchup on pizza is fine. <laughs> 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 we love that. All right. Guys, thank you very much for joining us one more time here for one more episode. I can't wait to see you next time. If you see this as valuable for you, please make sure to subscribe our channel, like this podcast, share with your friends, with your church, everybody you know that will like this content, and we'll be glad to. All right, let's all say goodbye. Goodbye. No. (laughs) You said say goodbye. Let me say, Brazilian is better because we have Americans and Spanish together. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Adios. Uh, goodbye. See you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.